Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back. Do you want to brew or no? Uh, I don't we're... know. <laughs> okay. We were really indecisive. Though. Yeah, we anyway. are changing our ways. Maybe. Maybe. Our ways aren't too bad. No, anyway, welcome back to Travelling Eggs. Yes, welcome back <laughs> to some fun, right. your favourite little travelling recommendation and stories to lighten up your week. Exactly, your favourite travel disasters. And I would just like to quickly talk about first, um, so we're film students, yep. in case anyone didn't realise, we do film studies at uni. Yeah. And something that's coming up soon is the Oscars. I mean, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Big so, news. Big news. And this is always quite fun, especially if you've actually seen quite a few of the films that are coming up for yeah. nominations. Can I just say, like, it's so weird, like, how my friends who are not really into film or something don't give a shit about the Oscars. And it, I know. It, it's such a massive thing. I literally get so hyped. I have, like, in my mind, a, me- a mental calendar of, like, when it goes, like, when it comes to close to, like, awards season and anything. Yeah. I feel like all the festivals lined up in my head. I get so excited and my friends are like... Right, the Oscars are coming up. Yeah, the thing is, though, even if you're not that interested, I still find the award shows interesting. Yeah. Like, when I was younger, I used to always watch it on TV and everything. Yeah. So... And obviously, once you look into it, you feel like there's way more to it. Like, it's so politicised. There's so yeah. many opinions. It's not just you get nominated and that's it. There's so much... Almost lobbying behind yeah. it, which is really interesting. So, loads of Mia Marie's favourite new films are up for loads of nominations. Yeah, although um, some got snobbed. Yeah, some have been overlooked... Yeah. But a few of my favourites, like Marriage Story um, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, are up for a load of nominations. Yeah. Which I could see, to be fair. Yeah. And which is fair. Thank God for Marriage Story, because I actually was a bit worried it might be really? overlooked. Because oh, it's a no. Netflix original as well. I, I don't know. know. Like, Sometimes... No, nah, with Noah, I was pretty sure that yeah. he, would, he would get his... Job. And then Tarantino with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Well, we saw life. Still can't believe that. Yes, we yeah, saw Tarantino at a Q&A session, yeah. which was really interesting. I love Jojo Rabbit. I'm so happy Jojo Rabbit got nominated. Yeah. It was so good. You should all go and see it. It's really good. Yeah, I'm still planning to see that because I didn't think it looked that interesting. And then I heard about it from you. Yeah. <laughs> and then it sounded more interesting. So. Also, Knife Sword. I was surprised they got a screenplay. Yeah. I mean, fair. Good. If it's well written. Yeah, good choice. Like, very good movie. It was a bit surprising. Yeah, one of the ones which I am most surprised about is Parasite. Because oh, yeah. obviously it's a foreign language film, but it's up for so many of the same awards as the English language films, yeah. which I feel like isn't too common. I just loved his comment that the Oscars are pretty national and not a big international thing. It was such a... Yeah. Parasite <laughs> is so good. I highly recommend. Literally. It's just very clever. It is literally so good. Yeah. Finally. So we're just waiting on that. I don't know. Yeah. When are the Oscars? Um, 6th of February. 6th of February. Um, so just look out for them. Um, and hopefully we'll probably talk about that a bit more when that's happened. Like, Literally. just about if many of our... We've made some predictions, um, which we've written down, so we'll just oh, see... Oh, sorry, 10th of February. 10th of February. See? Okay. I say it's so important, and I say yeah. 10th of <laughs> so February. So 10th of February. So we'll probably come back to that, um, and see, like, if some of our favourites have won. Yeah. Which I'm sure they will. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember last time when I was... Like, last Oscars, I was in Toronto, and it was so nice, because for the first time ever, I could finally watch them... In, like, normal people Real time. Real time. Well, which, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is, um, like, just two hours from yeah. LA. This time we again have to watch them, like, in the middle of the night. Which is fine. I it's just, worth it. Yeah, I remember the... F- what was it the first time? Either the first or second time that I ever watched the Oscars live, I skipped school to watch them. Honestly, fair. <laughs> but I feel like, isn't it normally on late? Yeah, it's... Yeah, so why would you skip school if it's in the night? Because it literally went on until 6am. Oh... Uh... 
And I had to get up and ready at like 6.30 or something. Oh. Or like I don't think even. I've watched it live before. Have you not? I don't oh, think so. Not God. if it finishes that late. I don't remember staying up that late. Really? Yeah. Oh, shame. This year you... I think I've watched like the BAFTAs yeah. before because that doesn't finish that late. Well, so, yeah. this year you will. This or year, you can with Yeah, me, no, I would like I to. Because yeah. Yeah, there's so many films that I'm rooting for. Literally. How good. Yeah, so we're looking forward to that. Literally. And I mean... It's not really related to Paris, but I was just thinking of Cannes, very important film festival. Yeah, Cannes Film Festival coming is, up later. Yeah, which is Fran- France, French, and you know what else is French? <laughs> Paris! Paris! <laughs> which is what we're talking about this week. Exactly, Paris. Paris. Yeah, so oh. we're talking about Paris this week, because both yeah. me and Marie have been there on separate occasions. Yeah, and it's going to get a bit controversial here between the two of us, because Oh, God, I... it is. Well, wait. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well... I've also been, we've both been to Disneyland as well. Yeah, we both went so to we Disneyland. we can talk about that as yeah. well. Um, okay, actually, should we say why it's controversial? Yeah. What's going to happen? Sure. Okay, so the two people here talking about Paris, one of us loves Paris <laughs> and one of us just finds it very overrated and it's a not bit like we, meh. I mean, it's not like we hate it. No, no, no. Us, ni- neither of us hates it, but yeah. one of us just finds it a bit overrated i'm gonna pick my side now i love it yeah it's one of my absolute <laughs> favorite cities i'd say it's london new york venice and paris like i just oh my god and maybe florence probably mm. anyway i love yeah. paris oh my so god so i yeah i find paris a bit overrated um it's just not one of my favorite cities really like i wouldn't choose to go back there unless it was for like some fun occasion you really? know, yeah. I literally try and go to Paris as often as I can, like regularly, like twice a year if I can, because it's so close to London. Mm, yeah, and that's fair. Uh, and it's quite easy to get to. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say it's so nice how you could literally, if you earn enough money, live in London and work in Paris and or commute. the other way around <laughs> yeah. and commute. I mean, it is like 90 minutes by train, but it's not awful. Like, I've seen worse commutes. Yeah. You know? So again, like obviously if you have the money, because it is really expensive to do it, but if you have the money and you for some reason choose to live in the other city, then yeah. Because yeah. I'd love to do that. Oh my God. Like I don't speak French well enough to probably work full time there. But you, but you there. could learn. That's true. Yeah. But like, let's say I got a really good yeah. job now or something, then I honestly, I, it would be really cool to like live yeah. in Paris and yeah. like still work in London. You know. I appreciate like the fashion aspect of it mm. for sure because mm. that's quite interesting but other than that it doesn't have much appeal for me really I yeah. just love the whole style of it all the streets all the architecture everything is mm. so beautiful because it's just the, the epitome of like beautiful European street style architecture yeah it's that's fair fair gorgeous. enough gorgeous like especially ob- obviously like the first and second of Mont. fair enough <laughs> yeah but sure. like still it's so nice. I love it so much. Well, let's talk about it. Literally. I feel like because you love it, yeah. you can start us <laughs> off if you want. But before nice. we do that, we're going to quickly talk about the egg dish. Oh, yeah. Of course. So, before we forget. Please So, do. the egg dish for this week, which is a very classic French uh, meal, is a croque madame. Right. So, um, basically, this is a... It's ba- to be honest, it's basically like a ham and cheese toasty with a fried egg on the top, right. which I what have... Is to- what is a toasty again? Explain that so, to anyone who isn't... Yeah, like, so British, just in case you, American. you know, don't really know what a toasty is or how to make it. It's basically, um, so you basically make a sandwich, so a ham and cheese sandwich, and then toast the whole thing like on a frying pan. So you can, you can do it in a toaster as well, like if you have the, a toasty bag, but normally you make the ham and cheese sandwich... You put it on a frying pan and fry one side of it for a bit, then flip it over and fry it on the other side. And then you basically have toast with the ham and cheese kind of melted together in the middle. Mm. 
and then you fry the egg and just lay it on the top. Yeah. And that's a croque madame. You know how you could make it even more French? By turning it into a French toast, double egg. True. Like French toast soaking, if you don't know that, soaking the white bread in egg and then frying it. Yeah. And then putting another egg on top. Yeah. Because my God, I love French toast. And yes. I love savoury French toast as well. Oh, there you go. That's really good. I love it's said to be called French toast. I thought French toast was American. Maybe it is. I don't know. Well, anyway, French toast is still good, so give it a go. Right, so now, Marie, you can right. start us off and tell us a bit about your experiences in Paris. Right, I mean, the first time I went, I didn't actually go to Paris itself. I went to Disneyland Paris. Uh, which, still counts. Yeah, which was pretty great. I mean, I don't have too many memories of my childhood. Take that as you want. <laughs> don't know what that says about Oppressed. me. Oppressed. <laughs> like, um, I was a very different child from what I am today. I was literally she like... She was different. Shut up, my god, no, I just mean, if you see the pictures that I have, like, yes, 10 year no, comparison, yeah. the difference is extreme, because I used to be such a, like, I don't know, like, basic, no, yeah, did you, yeah, like, basic flower power, <laughs> sweet, flower power, sweet kind of child, and now I have, like, really, I used to have my, half of my head shaved, now I have, like, oh, short god. black hair, wear really dark makeup, only, like, probably, me were mostly black and have like a naked lady tattooed to my arm. Which we love that. True story. Yeah. So yeah. And quotes from Hannibal tattooed <laughs> on your arm. Flower yeah. power. So she changed a little she bit. She changed. Just a bit. She said her different her preferences a bit different. Yes. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I went to Disney in Paris. It was still great. I I don't know, like hugged some weird comic creatures. Oh my god, I hate them. I Do hate you? them. Really? I find them really creepy. Really? And cringy. Cool. Just all of them. Like, I, I really hate the whole, like, unless you're a kid, yeah. then I, I just really hate, like, going up to them, hugging them, getting pictures with them. Unless it's, like, I can't think of a Disney character I would do that with. Although, technically, Disney has taken over Marvel now. Oh, so, with Marvel, Black Widow. great. Black, oh, yes. Can I just say, one of the weirdest things that I found weird even back then was that they had, when we went to Disney Paris, an Aladdin, like, impersonator, like, an Aladdin play person. First of all, that poor fucking guy, because we went in February, and he was topless. Oh, no. And it was really cold, and I don't know how he made it. And second of all, I'm just going to say, it's a kid's park, and there was a man with massive abs standing there half-naked, hugging kids and taking pictures with them. Again... Take that as you like. I, I found mean, it weird even back then. That is what Aladdin was like in the film. Although, actually, technically, he was still wearing a top, I think, in yeah. the film. So why didn't they just give him a top? I don't know. To he... give the adults a bit of fun. Literally. <laughs> I was li- like... No, that I, like... I think that is why. So Probably. that the adults are entertained. G- giving, like, the moms a thirst strip. Oh, yeah, like some the of the dads. dads. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it was quite good. I mean, I remember we queued for ages for something and we didn't end up going... Going the queues get so long at Literally. Disneyland, like an hour and a half, some of them. Yeah, but we we did have some fun. I mean, again, I don't remember too much. Mm. But we wrote some fun attractions. Um, I have like that, you know, those little books where you have like the signatures of all the characters. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, I did that. Yeah. I have that. I still have that. Um, we stayed in one of these theme park hotels. Oh, okay. I think actually when we went there. The hotel where we were supposed to stay and had like a water leak or something. <laughs> so they posted us to a different, better, more expensive hotel or like a like one of the main like top hotels they had. And we had like a really cool room which was like circus themed. So that was quite Okay. Cute. Yeah, so how was the on site hotels? 
good. Just because, like, I've never stayed in them. Uh, honestly, again, I think it was just massively packed with kids. Yeah. Who, shout out, I already hated back then. Even when I was a kid, I hated kids. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, it was really packed. It was quite colourfully themed. And, yeah, quite alright. Yeah, okay, fair. Where Nothing too stay? special. Yeah. Um, where did I stay? Um... So basically when I went, I, I can talk about this in a bit more detail later, but like where I went was actually in Paris. Like I, I didn't stay at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I went on a music trip when I was in school. I've, oh. I've gone other times at that, but when I went to Disneyland, it was with school. Um, and we just stayed in like this quite big um, commercial hotel, um, like as a, as a school. Um, I can't remember whereabouts it was in Paris, but it was more in the Paris city rather actual, than Disneyland, yeah. yeah um, it was it was quite nice though, to be fair. Yeah, quite a nice hotel. Can I just say, your poor teacher, not only does she have to go to a hotel and watch, how old were you? So I went to Paris the first time when I was 11. And then I went again when I was 16. Okay, so I 15 assumed, or 16. I assume Disneyland Paris was when you were 11. Yeah, and we went again when we were 15 and 16. I went twice with my school on and a music to, trip to, to and we Paris, went to Disneyland, Disneyland both times. Oh, yeah. can I just say, your poor teacher, when you're 11 years old, imagine A, watching the kids in a massive hotel in Paris Centre and B, oh my God, watching a school group in Disneyland Paris is literally one of the biggest Just to be fair, it was a mix of like, we weren't all 11, like, because it was people who do music that we were ages like 11 to 16 each time okay, and there wasn't still... a ton of us it wasn't all of us it wasn't okay. like loads of kids okay how many it, were you i would say of my age group really not that many i would say maybe even like around 10 that's still really big. but like but then there was other teachers as well okay so there were oh, other teachers to help okay. and there were the slightly older people who were like 15 and 16 who helped like look after us okay because just imagine one teacher going with a group of 20 kids i would actually oh my god I would not do that. Yeah. I would be so paranoid that they would pull like a home alone thing on me and I would lose no. one of the kids. We were all pretty good. Oh I think I was also not a, that badly behaved when I was younger. Yeah. Like, yeah. so I, th- I think all of us were actually pretty, pretty good kids, <laughs> to be fair. Fair. Um, yeah. How did you like Disneyland? How okay. So, yeah. So we went to Disneyland. Yeah. As I said, first when we were 11. Yeah. And I really liked it. Um, they had all the really cool rides open, like Space Mountain, yeah. which was my favorite one because yeah. it was so cool, just like going in the dark and everything. But the queuing time for it was like an hour and a half oh to two God. hours oh or God. something like that. Um, so a lot of the queuing time was taken up. Yeah, a, a lot of the time there was taken up by queuing. Um, so there was that. But um, no, it was really fun. Uh, but then I remember more from when I went when I was, I can't remember if I was 15 or 16, I think 16. I remember more when I went then. Um, which a couple of the rides were shut when we went like Space Mm. Mountain, (laughs) which was sad. But then like we went around and like loads of the girls, especially like took pictures with the, like (laughs) the people who were dressed up as the characters. Did you do that too? Uh, I don't think so. (laughs) Because I just didn't want to. Um, but no, it was really fun. I have like some really fun, like selfies and everything from then. And there's like a picture of me and my friend trying to pull the sword out of the stone. (laughs) Like, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that was kind of fun. And I feel like I did more and found it more fun going when I was older because I kind of appreciated some of how stupid it was. <laughs> like, you know? But, yeah. no, it was really fun, yeah, though, no. yeah. And it's good because I feel like Disneyland Paris is quite a iconic place yeah. to go. Would you go to any of the other ones? Like, Disney World, yeah, Florida? Yeah, I would something? quite like to... I was going to say, I would quite like to go to the Florida one. 
I was going to say maybe, just because I would find it fun in general, but all the kids, A, <laughs> no thanks, and B, all the queuing time, you know? Yeah, it is a long queue, but maybe buy, like, fast-track tickets. Oh, can you? You can. Oh, like, most th- at most theme parks, you can. I would imagine Disneyland, you can, because it's so well-known. Yeah. Is it, like, a fast-track? Because I literally never heard of it. Yeah, is it it's fast- more expensive. Is it a fast track pass where you immediately get fast track access to everything or do you have to buy separate mm. fast track tickets so it depends where you go because when i went to thought park you had to buy like separate tickets for each and it only lasted yeah. one queue jump oh. which is obviously kind of an expensive way to do it but it does save time how much was it i can't remember because i didn't yeah. even pay for it i went with like my ex's family <laughs> to thought park um so that so her parents paid for it oh, yeah Fair enough. Um, well, maybe yeah. that then. But like, it would at least like it would be massively expensive. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't know. To be fair, if I wanted to go bad enough to spend all that money. No, on no, I wouldn't. I feel like once you've gone on every ride a couple of times, which you would have time for if you went for a whole day, that's fine. Yeah. I don't think you need to go on each ride so many times that you need a fast track pass. Yeah, fair enough. Right. So should we get started with our actual adult adventures in Paris? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So if you want, you can begin. Well, the first time I went to Paris was literally like, actually nothing bad happened, believe it or not. I went What? Literally. <laughs> I went um, in the first year of uni because I wanted to, because it was a very quick, you know, distance away from us. Like, I literally remember it was just when they had more or less introduced Eurostar, which, oh my god, I love. A lifesaver. Literally. So I was like, right, gonna make use of that. And I went, I stayed in the ninth arrondissement, very, very close to Sacre Coeur. Um, to be fair, my hotel wasn't the greatest. It was quite basic, but it was nice. Yeah. Clean. I feel like if you're going somewhere, just on the note of like hotels and stuff or like wherever you're staying, mm. in my opinion, I feel like as long as it's livable and fairly nice, then like go for somewhere as cheap as possible is how I try and do it. Cause I'm like, most of my time won't be spent in the hotel or the accommodation. Fair. I'm not going to name the hotel just because it doesn't have too good reviews. And I would say it was okay, but like maybe choose a better one. Okay. It was, like I said, it was good, but not the best one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was super close to Sacre Coeur. Okay. Yeah. Um, so literally like you could literally <laughs> just walk around the corner. Yeah. And it it looks there. quite near to some nice things in Paris. Um, yeah. So that was really, really good. Um, so obviously I can recommend that because I was very close there to Montmartre, Sacre Coeur. Um, and I just remember going up there and it was a really nice park area and you could yeah. overlook Paris, which was really So was nice. that quite near central Paris? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's the, like I said, like the ninth of Rondesmong and then you just walk down and you... Okay, yeah. Um, pass like Galerie Lafayette and then you walk down and come to the first and second Oh, so it's that near. Okay, yeah. fine. Because it um, sounds further away when you say it's the ninth didn't you say yeah but it doesn't go like one two then above that three four oh. above that five six so you have like one two oh and yeah above that it goes nine yeah ten and then next to one is eight yeah it's all in a weird yeah it's not really in a specific order basically so, yeah. yeah so even if you stay like in the eighth one you're still still super, quite near yeah super central just in just for like the seventh yeah even though it sounds a bit further away yeah than it is. What I'm going to say, though, but, like, I know Paris is very known for that. And, like, basically everyone who's been or who lives there knows that. It's very interesting how, um, you know how in London, if you, like, if you live in London or if you live in maybe also New York, but, like, Manhattan mm. is different. I would say yeah. everywhere in Manhattan is nice in New yeah. York. But, like, in London, you have 
very nice places and then you also have a bit of a dingy place now and then yeah and yeah you have, like some dingy um boroughs that's the boroughs yeah for. in between in paris literally all of the ones in central paris are so nice and so damn beautiful i mean obviously the ninth one isn't as bougie as the first or second but still they're all really nice and then as soon as you leave that inner circle which you can even see on a map like if you just look on paris it's literally like an inner circle it gets quite um grim. not nice it gets quite <laughs> grim i mean obviously i don't want to trade them because there are reasons behind that but yeah yeah it gets very not nice as soon as you leave that in a ring and yeah. literally when you drive in because the second time i went wouldn't recommend but the second time i went i took the bus there um and it's just interesting how you literally drive and it gets from ooh to wow in just a drive in just a second <laughs> so yeah that's quite interesting mm. um so yeah that was quite nice i remember the f like the main thing i wanted to do was just Go to the Louvre, which honestly is the reason I went, because mm -hmm. it's the biggest art museum. And I'm so, if you don't listen to the other episodes, please do. And I'm so massively into art museums that I just really yeah. wanted to go. And this was my main focus. And I literally focused on basically just going there. And I literally went for like six hours or like seven hours or something. How I much um does it cost to go in? It's free. Oh, okay, for cool. Students. It's yeah. not for everyone, but like for students or people between 16 and 25, I think it's free. So mm. for me, both times I went on my second trip as well, it was free. free. Um, so yeah, I went there. It was so beautiful. Oh my God, I can't even... I literally stayed there until they closed and they had to kick me out. And I was like, no, I want to stay. It was literally so, so pretty and like so magnificent. Mm. And all of the exhibitions were so good. Yeah. How big is it? Massive. Like absolutely. I mean, obviously it's hard to say like exactly how big it is. But I have, I think I have been before actually. But... It's honestly so insane. Yeah, massive. like a ton of rooms and everything to go explore. Yeah. And they literally have so many different things. They have like regal rooms. They have like statues. Is the Louvre the one that has... um? there's a particular room where you can look down in a mirror and it shows the ceiling. Um, is that the Louvre? It might not be. <laughs> I don't remember that Maybe one. It's it not. might be. <laughs> it might be. Because I've seen that in a museum when I was abroad before, I think. But hmm. it, it might not have been the Louvre. I mean, they have like mirrored stuff and like mm. they have glass ceilings. I don't remember that particular uh, one. It might not have been there then. Um, I mean, obviously, I saw the main bitch, the Mona. <laughs> the main bitch. <laughs> the main bitch everyone came for. I did see Mona. Did, yeah. did take a cute picture of Mona. I did not take a selfie, selfie? with Mona, but no. <laughs> um, yeah, I just love the regal rooms. I also love like any like palace rooms or anything that they have in any museum. I'm mm. just a very big Because imagine before. living there. Literally. That's your bedroom. Literally. I was like, can you please just lock me in here and I can just <laughs> Lock here. me in here and like, I will die here. I, I honestly wouldn't even mind. I'm not even kidding. Um... So yeah, what else did I do? I went to the Moulin Rouge, um, like not oh, in yeah, the yeah, actual yeah, yeah. Moulin Rouge, but it was again quite close to where I lived. So I just used to walk around there and have a little look around. It was really cool. Um, I just explored a bit more of Paris. I didn't go up the Eiffel Tower, but I went around oh, the Eiffel Tower. Oh, have you not Tower. been up the Eiffel Tower? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think, oh my God, what was it? It may have been closed both times I went. To be honest with you. Well, to be fair, on that note, just on the on the subject of the Eiffel Tower. So I have been up a couple yeah. of times. Don't spoil your story. Don't, don't no, spoil no, no. <laughs> no, I'm not. This has nothing to do with my story. Good. God. No, no, no. But like the first time I went up, 
then yeah. um yeah then the we just went up in an elevator and then you just need to walk up a couple of flights of stairs at the top so that's fine mm. the second time i went mm. up the eiffel tower the elevator wasn't working oh, so great. we had to walk all the way up oh, that which was fucking lovely. tiring to to say the least that sounds absolutely so, yeah. lovely top tip go when the elevator is working like i said that sounds yeah. so unless lovely. you unless you want some exercise I mean, fair. That just reminds me, not to spoil anything, but I went to Florence and they had some place that you had to go up to. And most of the places, because obviously their old churches don't have elevators. I've never walked that many flights of stairs in my whole life. And I literally remember at some point, I'm going to talk about this more in the episode, but at some point I was literally sitting there and was like, is it worth going up this other tower? Because I literally can't walk anymore. <laughs> yeah. I went. It was worth it. She did it. But still, we'll talk about that in a different episode. Literally. So what else? I also went to the Pantheon, which was also really nice. I just remember I found the city so beautiful that I literally just walked around the city quite a lot. I went to um, Notre Dame, obviously. Obviously. Went into Notre Dame. Absolutely magnificent. Yeah. How beautiful. was that? It's very nice. Yeah. I mean, given that I'm not... A tra- <clears throat> given that you're Satan. Given that I don't normally belong in churches, to put it nicely, it was very nice. And I can that appreciate That you didn't churches. burst into flames. True. <laughs> I mean, only one of my versions did. I was in, like, I was born again quite, quite, yes. quite quickly. So don't <laughs> Reincarnated. worry. Reincarnated. That's the one. Thank yes. you. Um, just imagine, like, bursting into flames and then second later... And then later, I'm you're back, like, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Let's remember that shot of being, like, in flames. Whoosh, boom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was me there. Anyway, I went to the Arc de Triomphe, obviously, again. Um, Champs-Élysées. Sean, <laughs> I can't sing. You, don't, you know that song? No. Really? Wait, what song? I don't know. Like, Is that what it's called? I don't know. There's just a bit where someone's like, Sean, oh, I forgot. No, I don't know that. I'm not good at singing, so you may just not recognise it from my awful singing. <laughs> um, I went down the Sean, which was nice. I Did I eat there? Oh, God. I think I ate there. One thing I'm going to say, and I'm going to warn you, if you've never been to Paris, eating there is extraordinary. Mm. It's insane and that comes from someone who lives in london and who has been to new york we live in london look we're used to i don't want to pull the whole like oh i live in london card but like we are used to expensive food places yeah it's nothing compared to paris it's actually it's actually a joke (laughs) because i remember the first time i went there i could generally not find a restaurant where you could have a normal dish for less than 30 euros it's ridiculous. I feel like the thing is, when you live in London, then obviously everywhere else seems so much cheaper. Yeah. But not if you go to Paris exactly. or like Denmark. Or, or New York. Or, or, yeah, or New York. Then you realise London's actually pretty cheap. Yeah, New Denmark's York. really expensive. Um, Denmark, sorry, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, in, New York, in London still, I mean, obviously you can get extraordinary prices. And I feel like going out for lunch in general is quite expensive for yeah. dinner. But you can definitely find places where it's a fair Reasonable. London price. Yes. You know? Whereas in Paris, it's actually insane. Insane. Because I remember the first time, I literally walked around and I was like, this is a joke. It can't be that expensive <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> this is a joke. <laughs> no, it was. It really was. Yeah. So I think I just spent that much money because I wanted to you eat in to. a nice restaurant. Yeah. And I also had to... And I was getting really hungry. Yeah, so you got to eat. Girls exactly. got to eat. Exactly. So, yeah. To be fair, the food is amazing. The yeah, food is really, worth really good. It, but... Not at all places, obviously, oh. but still. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't go to a bad place, but I read yeah, about yeah. some overpriced places. But it's actually insane. Yeah. So be worth, So look out. Yeah. Be worth expensive hotels and be worth expensive food. Um, to be fair, I have some friends in Paris who live there who, if they listen to this, will probably cry along with me because 
they're used to that. Yeah. So yeah, we're not the only ones paying expensive rent and everything. Exactly. In Paris, they feel our pain. Yes, they so, feel it more. <laughs> my French babes, I feel like you can feel our pain. We love you, but exactly. good luck. Um, so yeah, that was a really cool trip. I didn't stay there for too long, yeah. um, but it was quite nice. So before I um, go on to explain all of the other stuff that I did and like explain yeah. all of the ones that I did, do you want to just switch to your adventures? Yeah, it? before I do switch to my adventures, I just wanted to ask before yeah. I carry on, did anything bad happen to you while you were there? No, no? not really. Okay, cool. Actually, no. A successful trip, what? Yeah. It was <laughs> what? Really, I Who mean, would have known? <laughs> to be fair, we weren't really close friends by then yet. We were just more like normal Was this friends, while you were at uni? Acquaintances, yeah. Oh, okay. It was before, if I think... It was before Christmas. Oh, okay, fine. Before we got married and everything. Before, so. we, before we became bad luck charms. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like after that... Is when just, it all went down. We just added on to each other. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. We can carry on and talk about a little bit about my experiences in Paris. Exactly. So um, again, as we've already talked about, I did go to Disneyland um, as well. So we've both shared that experience. Um, right. And nothing really went wrong there apart from the fact that the second time I went then a couple of the really fun rides were shot. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't really say that's a disaster, though. It's mm. just a bit annoying. But it's fine. Disneyland. Why closed? I think they were doing works on it oh. or something. Okay. I don't really know. Um, but yeah, so the more recent time that I went was actually with a group of my friends from college. So how this came up was um, there were six of us who originally, we actually all planned to go skiing together. Mm. Um, just like a group of us who were all really good friends. Um, but then... One of the group, we, we, slightly sort of like kicked out. Oh, but like we pretended really? we pretended we weren't going to go on the trip anymore. Oh, because no, no, no. To be fair, because the person who it was, yeah, she wasn't the best person. It's oh, not like we just okay. found her a bit annoying. She was, she was just quite like moany oh. and like we knew that if we went on holiday with her it'd be quite a task okay fair. so we just pretended we were no longer going on a trip which yeah was quite bitchy of us but like honestly you gotta kick gotta up, do you gotta, kick you gotta do what you gotta do i'm feeling like pick whoever you go on holidays very carefully exactly it takes a it takes a specific type of person to bond with to go on holiday exactly it's quite a big thing yeah. so fair. so we were all 16 at the time yeah and so originally yeah we planned to go skiing or snowboarding whatever we then decided not to because it, it can be really expensive. And also yeah. not all of us, I don't think, were at the same level of being able to ski or snowboard. So it, it wouldn't be that fair on anyone if people were left behind or if people didn't feel like they were having fun if yeah. everyone else was better. Yeah. So instead, we decided to all go to Paris because nice. uh, one of the people who, one of my best friends, um, his family own a flat in Paris. Oh my God. Yeah, it was a really nice flat. Wow. Really nice. And quite central as can well. Can we go there? <laughs> maybe, you know, probably. Can we let please? Me, let me ask him and maybe we can because it's Actually, really nice. Actually, I'm not it's even a, joking. Yeah, can no, let's. It's a really nice flat. There. I will buy them flowers and everything. Yeah, do it. Um, so, yeah, so we decided to go there and um, it was all planned out. It was amazing. It was like me, uh, I think it was like three boys and three girls. Was it? no. Four boys and two girls. Yeah. Mm. So um, it was two couples, actually. Me and my girlfriend at the time. My best friend and his girlfriend at the time. And then two of our other guy friends. Did you already know you were a little gay back then? Oh, we... <laughs> I already knew that I... Well, that I was not straight. Let's okay. put it that way. Okay. Um, so, yeah. But, um, so, so I was with this girl. One of my best friends was with this other girl. And then it was two mm. other guy friends of ours. So we all went and it was all really good. Like we had some really fun times. We went to some really nice um, restaurants. 
Uh, we all went up the Eiffel Tower. Um, actually, no. Three of us went up the Eiffel Tower. Oh. The other three, one of them was like quite ill. Oh. The other one, uh, I can't remember what was going on with the other one. She just didn't want to. And one of them, well, I'll explain why only three of us went up just in just a second. Oh, dear. Um, and uh, one of the other places we went to, I think on the first day or the second day, was this really nice ice cream place called Amorino, mm. which is, it is a chain, so there, it's in London as well, yeah. um, and in lots of European cities, actually. Um, so look out for it whenever you next go traveling or if you're next in London. Yeah. So I, th- I'd never been here before, but uh, my friend's dad had recommended it. Um, okay. So we all went there, had some really good ice cream. Um, as I said, we went out for dinner quite a lot. We did quite a lot of sightseeing and went to some cultural places like cathedrals and things like that. We, I don't think we went to the Louvre mm. at that time. I think I had gone before, but when I was younger, mm. not this time. Okay. okay. And <laughs> I love how it's stressful you just saw when you go on holiday. It's like literally such a cut-ass bitch. It's Wait, so why? <laughs> why? Well, because of the story you're about to tell on holidays. <laughs> this was not, to be fair, okay. Oh, God. God. Okay, so... Me and my me and my girlfriend were obviously sharing a room, and one night, <laughs> cut out, bitch. <laughs> so this was like basically the main disaster for me of the of the oh. trip. So one night, we were <laughs> we were in bed and we were just like about to go to sleep, and then she turns to me like, and it was all dark and everything, and she turns to me and she's like, Fergus. Do you think that we're like other couples? Like, do you think? And she mentioned. I'm not going to mention like any names or yeah. anything. But um, she then mentioned the the other couple that was there as well, and she was like, "I feel like they're just different to us. Like they, they, they kind of are a bit more um deep and emotional with each other than mm. we are." And I was like, oh, "I feel oh, like God. this is true." But I basically, I was like. I didn't really know what to say and I can't remember the whole conversation, but I was like, yeah, I do see what you're coming from. I'm super oh. awkward with my emotions in a relationship. So yeah. this, sorry, I was a bit awkward in this conversation. How long had you been together at the time? Not that long. I think five or six months. Maybe oh, five. Okay. I think five, okay. maybe. Maybe, a bit, four, maybe four or five months. Yeah. So not, not that long. Um, and then I felt really awkward and there was this really awkward silence because I think both of us were like, mm. something's weird about this relationship. Okay. I eventually, no, she then got out of bed eventually, went to the main kitchen in the flat and started talking to one of our friends who was out there as well. And they Mm. stayed in there for a long time and I could kind of hear them chatting a bit. And I was like, oh, this is so awkward because she's probably talking about me and how the relationship (laughs) is not going anywhere. And then that just came out of the bed. I just love how you were about to go to sleep. And then this whole crisis started. (sighs) And then she came back in eventually after like a long time, like half an hour maybe or something. And then I felt really awkward, so I got up <laughs> out of bed and went into the main room and talked to the same guy that she was oh, talking no. to. Because I was really close with him and like yeah. I do really like him. So I was like, this is how I feel. I feel like she also was talking to you about this, but I don't know what to do about this relationship. I think we might break up. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and he was like, yeah. And like he didn't tell me what she had talked about with him, but I knew. I yeah. pretty much knew. Um, so we talked about it for a bit. Um, I think one of our friends was also out there and we just went out onto the balcony, had a chat, had a smoke, um, just to like chill out Mm. and like have some chill vibes. And then eventually I went back into bed and went to sleep, woke up the next day really early and without talking to my girlfriend who was also in bed, I just quickly left the room because I was so awkward (laughs) and I was like... Right, I need to think about this. Oh my god, I She love came that. out and yeah. we were all in the kitchen and I just tried to avoid eye contact with her. Love that. Your relationship sounds so quality. No, th- this was so this was this hadn't happened before though. This was just a one-time thing that this had happened. 
Um, and I felt super awkward. So I then went and sat out on the balcony because I was like, in my head, I was like, I think we need, like, in my head, I was like, I think we, we're going to break up. And oh. there's, I just think we are. So I went out to the balcony, sat there. And then <laughs> one by one, everyone came oh. out and, like, talked to oh. me about, like, they were oh like, are you okay? Because all of them knew basically what was going on. It's like in a film. Literally. So they all came oh out and God. talked to me and they were like, Fergus, like, one by one, yeah. solo, were like, Fergus, like, give me a little pep talk. And be like, Fergus, are you okay? And I was like, no, I oh feel like this relationship is not going anywhere. Um, and then eventually, yeah. my girlfriend... <laughs> came out and she was oh. like is everything okay oh god and i was like oh, okay here's the thing <laughs> and oh i was god. like look oh. you know i do obviously really like you because i did really no i did really like her and i thought she was fun and like she was funny and like we did have a good time but are you still friends no we yeah. don't really talk that much anymore yeah. is she gonna listen to that <sighs> i don't know maybe okay but yeah. She's not going to care. I don't think so, because, like, it wasn't... I wouldn't say the relationship was that serious. Yeah, I mean, so, to be fair, you were just 16. Yeah, I, which you can have a serious relationship at that age. Yeah, but, Because like, one yeah. of my friends... Well, the couple that was there with us, they had a really serious two-year relationship. Yeah. And they were very good together. So you can have a serious relationship around that age. But this one wasn't yeah. that, I would say. You're um, still 16. I'm going to say you can have, like, silly relationships. At you can, time. yeah, yeah. But you can so. also have, like, serious ones. But yeah, this this one in particular, I don't think was that serious. So, um, so she was like, "Yeah, are you okay." And I was like, "Look, here's the thing. Like, I do really like you and everything, but I think maybe that's it. I feel like maybe I just like you, maybe just as a friend, and that's why I'm not super emotional with you or whatever." And I think she she kind of got that, and she was like, "Yeah, like I do feel like it's been a bit like that. Like we do do some like fun coupley things, but I just don't feel like we are kind of meant to be a couple, like meant to be in a relationship either." Yeah. Um, and then, like, it was quite civil, to be fair. Like, okay. we talked about it, like, quite briefly. And then we, like, hugged. Oh. Okay. And then she went back inside and I just stayed outside for a bit. And yeah. then I think one of my really good friends came out and was like, oh, okay, like, obviously that's just happened. Like, how are you <laughs> feeling about it? And I was like... So that just happened. Let's and I was analyze. <laughs> well, I was like, obviously, I'm quite sad, but I'm also kind of happy to know that it's done. And I think it's better this way. And so that was that. Yeah. So the disaster is that I broke up with my girlfriend in Paris. Break up with your girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> right, do you want to say why, um, like, the Eiffel Tower story? Okay, yeah. Continue? So that's not super... Well, basically... So basically, yeah, the point is that I broke up with my girlfriend in Paris, right. which is obviously meant to be the most romantic city. Why, did you, why didn't you wait until you because got back? Because sometimes you just know that you can't. Sometimes okay. you just know it's a bit stupid to just wait. Yeah. Like, what's yeah. the point? That's right. Yeah. Um, so luckily there was only one more day we were all going to be there anyway. Mm. So um, I didn't talk to her that much throughout the rest of the trip. Like, we did, like, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but not that much, because obviously we were like, well, it's, let's be real, it's a bit awkward. But I tried to make it a bit less awkward. Yeah. Which I did. So I did try and, like, obviously chat with her a little bit when there was other people there, because I thought if it was just me and her, yeah. it would probably be a bit awkward still. Fair. So one of the things I remember doing was we were on the way back on the metro. No, yeah. well, is it the metro? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, I had, like, some gum. <laughs> so I was offering it around, yeah. and one of the things was I just offered her some gum. Because <laughs> I was some trying gum. to be less awkward. Just broke your heart. I, I just broke your heart and your breath smells. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, oh that's not God. what I meant. That's not what I meant. No. Um, so, Love yeah. That. So, one of the things we did was go up the Eiffel Tower. But the reason that only three of us went up was because one of the other people was ill. Yeah. The other person was his girlfriend. So, she wanted to obviously, like, take care of him. And then the other person was my ex-girlfriend. Oh. So, she obviously didn't want to come up the Eiffel Tower with 
me okay. and two other people. I mean, to be fair, you could still do that. If you parted on good terms, why not just... Because like... it was still a bit awkward, okay. the whole atmosphere. And to be fair, I get it. Okay. And I was like, well, I'm going up the Eiffel Tower, so <laughs> it's up to you. So we oh went up, God. and that was really cool yeah. and, like, really fun. At least your stairs were broken, so you got some karma for that. Yeah, exactly. I got, I got my just desserts. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got what? <clears throat> That's just, like, a thing. No, if what you did can... you say? My just desserts. Justice. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so we did that, and that was really cool. And it was dark as well, so it was quite fun seeing, like, Paris mm. at night with yeah. all the lights and everything. Um, so yeah, we did that, got some pictures up there and then we came back down and went back to the apartment. And then this was our last night, I think. So we just kind of chilled a bit. And then the next day, um, we were heading back home. And I remember one of the things was we, when we were back in, uh, I think we came, we went back to London and got the train back to our different towns that we lived in. Mm. And when we were on the train back, it was me, my ex and someone else who all lived yeah. very near uh, Petersfield, which is basically near where we all come from yeah. in the countryside. And we didn't really talk that much. Fair. But And then when I got home, I remember my ex sent me this really nice message, to be honest, like on Facebook, basically saying, hi, like, obviously, I know things are probably going to be a bit awkward for a while, but I really hope we can still be friends. And I'm a bit worried because I feel like you may have already let that idea go. Okay. And I felt a bit sad, but also happy about that because I hadn't let the idea go and I would still like to be friends. So I was quite happy she sent me this message basically saying, yeah. you know, let's still try and be friends and everything. So yeah, yeah that was basically how it ended. That's a good way. But that seems very yeah, natural. It was very, very nice of her and very, like, and I did really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it did end on fine terms. And like, if I saw her now, we would just be fine because okay. this was years ago. Fair. This was when we were 16. Yeah. So I, actually, I think we broke up when I was 17, but okay. like just 17. Okay. So now obviously I'm 20. So yeah, yeah we're Very all good. Short terms. Yeah. Sounds Ended so on good. good terms. All fine. Not messy. Clean. Yeah. Quite good. Yeah. So that was Paris for That's me. That's how you started out as a, not as a home wrecker, but like as a relationship wrecker. I am not a relationship wrecker. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that breakup sorry. was mutual. I, okay. I felt I felt that was fairly mutual. I just wanted to take that day. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I, the things I wouldn't even care. But I'm just I don't think I am a relationship wrecker. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'd like to imagine you. Too. I'm not. I'm really not. Sorry. You feel how you feel. Oh. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's what a relationship wrecker would say. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> oh my Any- god. Anyway. Anyway. I went back to Paris as well. Yes. Let's so, focus on that wreckage. Okay, so tell us about the next time you went to Paris. Exactly. So obviously, as you know, there's quite a lot politically going on in this country, and without yes. charging into a full political debate, because I feel yes. like we don't have the time for that. And we don't want to. I would want to. Not okay, but lie. not right now. This yeah. is not a political podcast. I'm quite political, but like, I don't want to bore you with like a two-hour debate. Anyway. No, so carry on. <laughs> as you know, like the Yellow West protests are Yellow West protests are a big thing in Paris, and they've been for a while for like many different reasons. They started for a reason that's not even the same reason they go on anymore. Like it's a whole mix of things, and it's quite intense, and it's quite, you know, it's not just a Fridays for Future march or like a peaceful marching demonstration it, it's it's quite strong and quite out there like kind of like hong kong almost so i remember the f- second time i went there i booked it quite in advance and then the yellow west protests had just started like it was literally in their beginning and it went on and it went on and it got closer to my time and i was like well um <laughs> fuck 
this is a bit bad because not gonna lie every time it was in the news because again it, it had just started it was really violent they clashed with police people a lot of times they clashed with like tourists quite a lot and it was quite dangerous so i was like oh that's and you were like yes perfect timing so that's fun so the second the week before i went they had their first lockdown of the city i think <laughs> um maybe it was even that or maybe it had actually just started when i went there but of a spoiler but oh well anyway i went and the city was on lockdown <laughs> as i went because it literally spiraled out of control so bad that they locked down the city for the whole weekend that I was I love how you're just like, great. Literally. <laughs> it was quite scary, not going to lie. And I remember staying in the hotel and it was quite intense because I, mind you, the first time I stayed there, at least stayed in the night after Andesmong, which is, I mean, it's very central. It is really, really central, but it's not the first. Second time I went there... I stayed in the first Afrindismong, which is literally so fucking close to Champs-Élysées where they were having the protests at the time. So I was literally right in the centre and I remember actually being a bit scared and being like, no, I'm not going out of my hotel if they're literally on lockdown because they had this one day where I think it was like um, the main lockdown of like everything where they were literally expecting full-on clashes with the police because they had announced like a massive battle with the police and I was like, there's no way I'm going out there because I will, do, I, I don't want to be killed or hurt or arrested. Like, I can't get arrested in Paris. Like, what, what, yeah. So they literally, like, locked down everything. They locked down all the attractions. Most restaurants had shut and everything. Um, and the hotel I stayed in, I'm going to mention that again, again, was in the first Afrindismong. It was so nice. Oh, yeah, was, that must be really nice then. It was so bougie, so pretty, so beautiful. Oh, my God, it was such a nice hotel. So really nice, really bougie. But one thing they didn't have was a restaurant. They did have breakfast in the morning, but Love. they didn't have a main own restaurant. So I did have to go out for food. Was it like a breakfast buffet? I didn't go to breakfast. Oh, you didn't? Either. Oh, okay. I never go, I hardly ever go to hotel breakfasts, to be honest, because I'm not a massive breakfast person. And I, I do, wait, wait, I do like having breakfast on holidays, but I prefer going for brunch in the city, mm, picking a different place every time, seeing different places in the city and also having breakfast later. Yeah. Because I, even when I'm on holiday, normally wake up so that I'm not making it for the hotel breakfast. So I like to have like midday lunch mm. slash brunch in the city. I would have to just quickly say on that note yes. that if I'm ever staying at a hotel that does have breakfast, especially if it's a breakfast buffet, I always make sure I get up early enough to have that and make the most of it. Because okay. I am like a sucker for breakfast. Okay. For like hotel breakfasts. Fair. I just enjoyed honestly going to really bougie cafes in Paris mm. and having breakfast there. Yeah, that's fair. Or like indie cafes as well. Um, so anyway, I had to go out. I think I got room service one day um, where I just had a normal soup, which wasn't too too special anything it was nice it was normal mm -hmm. um but then that day i really had to go out when there was the lockdown so i literally looked for all restaurants that were still open there was so few i was literally like am i going to be like am i going to starve literally can i have dinner today um so at some point i did get dressed i did go out um i spent the day in bed actually painting because i oh Normally for uh, Christmas, I'm like, I love being artsy and painting. I don't normally have enough time to do it in my everyday life, but I do love giving paintings to people for Christmas or like mm. for birthdays or something. So yeah. it was again um, before Christmas. So I just did some paintings and gave them to some people. Um, so I spent the day in bed painting. Um, and then after I just got ready, went out. 
it was so fucking creepy because honestly i'm not gonna lie the city was like a city of ghosts there was no one on the streets because it was in the evening when like the protest of the day had gone and like so so in the evening like after the protests and everything does yeah. everyone there, is there ever is there not ever anyone out after the protests then i think they had more or less of a curfew or like not curfew but they had like a like, they have stopped the protests at a certain time. Okay. And then do, do people not even, like, st- like, do people not just stay out for stuff other than the protests? No, at this time, I don't they think didn't. so. Because, oh, okay. again, it was on lockdown, so literally everything was closed. And I think everyone was kind of on the brink of being, like, oh. Uh, yeah. Because, again, it was in the early times of the protests again. If nobody really knew what it was going at the time. And if it was going to be really violent or just <laughs> fairly violent. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think everyone was a bit like, oh, you know. Yeah. Um, so I remember just walking down the street, going to a restaurant that I picked that was open, where literally on every, I just walked down and I could see those dark, massive people standing there. I was like, what is that? And it were like people, like full on, like police guards, like SWAT team. I don't know what the French equivalent is. Like, a you know, the SWAT teams in America, like the special units with like masks, like full face masks, machine guns, like massive machine guns. And, like, massive, like, gun vests and everything. Like, fully dressed as, like, SWAT teams. Standing on every corner of every building with, like, their guns ready. And I literally... It was <laughs> just me on that street. And I remember it was so terrifying because I walked past them. And I was like, I just want to have dinner. I promise. I just... I just <laughs> I'm sorry. I just want food. I just want to go to dinner. I'm so sorry. And I literally looked at one of them. And I was like, oh, God, don't look at them. Don't look <laughs> them in the eye. Oh, my God. Don't look at and them. And they were like... Get up! <laughs> literally, literally. And I was like, oh my God. I was literally scared. One of them would talk to me and be like, sorry, man, but you can't be on the street. Like, you have to go I'm back. sorry, but you can't be here. Goodbye. Get out of the country. Goodbye. Literally. So I just walked, like, speed walked to the restaurant. I was like, oh my God, please don't Sweaty. arrest Please don't arrest me. I promise. I just, I just want to have dinner. Went to the restaurant. There was one other couple sitting there. Obviously, it was also quite awkward in the restaurant. And I came in and asked them. <laughs> I remember it was so funny because the waiter was so done with everything. Yeah. I was like, hi, can I have a table? And he literally looked at me and was like, yeah, it's not as if there was anyone else here anyway. <laughs> so we literally don't have any table, so pick whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't worry, he was really nice. Yeah, but, but just like a big mood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally. So I picked a table. I had some steak, I think, or something. I had really good food. Ooh, it was, it, it was yeah. really good, Um, to be fair. I think it was even because I had to... T- it wasn't even a French restaurant. I think it was like a South American, Argentinian or something restaurant. Okay, fine. Which was a bit random. But again, yeah. it was the only place that was open and looked not really nice. And it was quite nice. It was quite bougie and quite expensive. But again, at least I had food, which was really good. Yeah. Um, and then I literally just walked back and stayed in my room the whole day. Um, so that was a bit scary. Um, that also put me back a bit in my um, museum plans because I'd actually try to... Like, I plan to visit a couple other museums as well, like the Musée uh, d'Orsay or, like, the Pala Grande, um, which I couldn't make because I didn't have that much time left. So the day after, I went back to the Louvre, I think, just because that, again, was the main focus of myself. And I was like, I would rather spend some more time at the Louvre. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and then I went out to Versailles because I had, I think, book tickets to Versailles. And one of my goals of, at the time was to go to Versailles. Yeah. Um, Which, uh, what is that? Like, is that just, 
I like I know it's <laughs> no as in it's like, like an old residence. It's like an of the old French kings. You know Louis, like all the Louis yeah. kings. They all stay there. It's like a bit outside of Paris. It's well, yeah. In, I meant like where is it basically in in Versailles. Yeah, I meant like whereabouts is Versailles. It's like south um, of Paris, like not even southwest. It's actually like south of Paris. It's okay, like yeah. a little bit out. Yeah. Um, so I just took the, uh, like the metro there. Mm. Um, it was it was weird, man. It was really weird. It was really nice, but I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe it was just the time that I went with mm. like the protests and everything. It was just kind of bizarre because it was this. I mean. It's not even, it's really weird to describe because it's not the first time that I've been to a royal residence. And to be fair, most royal residences are a bit outside of the city. Like, not everything can be Buckingham Palace. Like, yeah. even London has, like, like palaces a bit outside. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I've been to, like, Florence, like, Florence, or, the, like, the palaces outside. But it was so weird because it was just this really rich, like, Versailles as well. Like, the place of Versailles is really bougie and, like, yeah. really, really rich. So it was this really bougie, almost like outside, like village, almost little place where there was this massive palace, which was completely surrounded by private gardens, massive private spaces, everything. And it was so detached and almost like ghostly because it was so massive yeah, haunted. And, and yeah, and so empty, you know, wow. maybe it was just because there weren't that many people there. Yeah, maybe. It, was, it was also in... Like winter, so it wasn't as bright mm, as in summer, obviously, yeah. and as warm, so it wasn't swarming with tourists. So I think just the fact that it was a weird time with the protests. It was winter. It was dark. It wasn't that crowded with tourists, and it was so massive. Made it really strange, almost yeah. like a ghost. Weirdly spacious and yeah, like, yeah. It was just weird thinking that there's such a bustling city around there, and there's this massive insanely rich detached place just a bit away from it yeah where ghostly back in, yeah where back in the days the kings and queens lived without even like so detached from everyone that lived in paris paris you know yeah so that was really weird it was really nice it, it was really really pretty i had a look at all the different um rooms i even ate in one of their cafes i think obviously some of them are unpayable like they are so expensive but i had food in some of their not as expensive places um which was really nice. But yeah, the room's really, really beautiful. Yeah. I had a bit of a look at the gardens. I think they didn't have the gardens fully open because it was in summer. Um, but yeah, it's a bit of a bizarre memory. I don't know. Yeah. No, it sounds quite interesting. Like, because yeah. I know what you're trying to describe. It because... almost, you know what? It almost felt like a dystopian film. Yeah. I almost felt, I don't know if any of you know what I'm talking about and can recall a film where it was like that, but it almost felt like a film where you... Where there's a dystopian thing going on, where some apocalypse or something wiped out humanity or something, kind of like the Last of Us. Last of Us. If any of you have a PS Four and have played the Last of Us, almost like this, and you're just stranded in this palace, which you now have to live in because it's one of the only places that's still there. You know. Oh, you know I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there are definitely like some film or like TV show examples which are very similar to that. So that was really. Really Weird. strange. Yeah. yeah. Really, really good, though. In a really nice place. To be fair, I love dystopian stor stories and films. So yeah. I really like yeah, that. Yeah, same. Almost, it almost felt like a better, like a good version of The Walking Dead. Obviously, The Walking Dead is, like, very negative and very dystopian in a bad way. Yeah, yeah. It almost felt like a good equivalent to that. Like, not utopian, but still 
you know? Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. So it was really strange, but really, really good. Yeah. It was a go- go- haunted feeling. Really weird. Love that. Um, Creep yourself out. But yeah, anyway, I went back after I was haunted for a bit. Um, I just went to Galerie Lafayette, um, plus Lock and Court, um, had a look around there. Um, yeah, and I just walked around the city a bit more. Um, I think I also went back to the Pantheon. I just had a look around the different um, places in Paris again. And I didn't have that much time left, so I basically just tried to make the best of it and visited as many places as I could around the city. One thing I can say and that I can recommend, because it was so fucking amazing, was um, Shakespeare and Company. I don't know. Have you heard of that? I've heard of it. Yeah. It's a massively famous old bookstore, which is... Oh! Oh, my I would, God. Maybe I, I've heard of it, but I thought it was like a theatre company or something. No. Oh, no. it's a bookstore. Okay. It's honestly one of the best places I've ever been, ever. So I'm going to not even say if, I'm going to say when we go to Paris together. Yes. Whenever that will be. Hopefully soon. I will take you there because okay. I promise you it's in Yeah, no, I love insane. a big bookstore, to be fair. And it was just so insane because they have literally books from 1600, oh. 1700 something. And they let you touch them. Mm. They have some walls, which they have really old ones in. But they also have books from like 18 something. Is it is it a shop where you can actually buy yeah. books? Yeah. yeah. And you can literally touch the really old. Like I touched and read in a book that was from 17 something or like mm. 18 something. Um... And the way they do it, it's just a massive house with different stories and different rooms where you can sit in and read. Oh, cool. And they literally, you are literally supposed to sit there and read. They yeah. literally have lounges. They have two cats. Oh. I think just Let's one. Let's hope they're still there. And I literally, when I went there, sat, like, I went upstairs. I remember I literally went for, like, three hours or something because I picked a couple of books. I went upstairs. There was, like, a living room, which they just have decorated as a living room. Sat in one of the windows, underneath the heater, of course. The cat sat on my lap. Oh. And I just read into books. Love that. And it was so beautiful. Yeah. And it was insanely nice. And all the people there are really chill, because everyone who comes there literally just... Wants like, to read. Yeah. Yeah. They don't bother each other. Sometimes, like, I looked at a few people and, like, smiled at them. and was like, oh, what are you reading? Yeah, yeah that's quite yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, no awkward small talk. We just sat there. We read, and it's such... And had a great time. Such a nice place. Yeah. It was so beautiful. And I bought a really nice book there. I bought a book of sonnets. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a collection of classic sonnets from different people. I love... Oh, it. not just Shakespeare, then? Right? No, 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 no. From all different people. I love a good sonnet. Mm-hmm. And it actually has the stamp of the bookstore oh okay it's really nice yeah so yeah and also because it's quite a small book so i obviously don't have that that much space to take stuff with me anyway and i also love small books that you can take somewhere and read yeah no i i know what you mean and i also quite like that um so yeah sonnets i think was a good choice yes um so yeah that was my second trip to paris okay so that was it yeah I can recommend some namely places when we're done with that, but okay. with everything. Yeah, that's all of my experience in Paris as well. So why don't we just quickly sum up a couple of recommendations? Oh, something I can say though. Oh, yeah. I went, the second time I went by bus, not great. Wouldn't recommend. It wasn't as awful to anyone who's listened to Toronto. It wasn't as awful, um, sorry, New York, as going to New York from Toronto. Yeah. Um, because I could sleep on this bus. This bus trip actually motivated me to go by New York to New York by bus because I did sleep the full nine hours on the bus, mm. both ways. Um, but I would still a hundred percent go by Eurostar. Yeah, because it's just so much easier. It's a lot comfier. So nice yeah, so much nicer. So, yeah. Okay, well, why right. don't we just quickly sum up and give a couple of recommendations of what we both have done? Oh, in Paris. Wait, before okay. you say this, <laughs> yes. I'm gonna say this before you do the recommendations. 
I'm just going to give a shout out to one of my, sadly they're not any around anymore, but I still have to like name her here. You already know who I'm talking about, probably the more I'm going to say. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. One of my favorite people in the world is Agnes Varda. I'm probably butchering her name. But anyone of you who's into film a bit more and into, you know, a bit of the history of film and indie films and auteur film, they probably have heard of Agnes Vardar. Yeah. If you haven't, even if you haven't, please look into her. She is so nice. And especially her latest film, or like, it's not even her latest film, but one of her latest films called Faces Places, which she did with JR. I think some of you probably know JR. He's a massively famous French photographer and artist. Um... He did, she did a film with him and it's very accessible. I feel like if you just want to start out with her, mm. have a look at that film because I feel like it really like, catches people. Yeah, and actually, on the subject of her, yeah. um, I am not like... Well, I personally am not massively into her, but one of the films which I also wrote an assignment on for her, um, by her, is this one called Cleo yeah. from... 9 five to, to 7. From 5 to 7. Yeah. Which is like about... This is... Unlike some of her other ones, this one isn't... I wouldn't say this one is, like, one of her most experimental. Yeah. But um, it's fairly experimental. It's just about a woman's... A, peri- a two-hour period in a woman's life when she's waiting for a um, result to come back from a medical test. And it's just very interesting seeing, like, what she does and how she reacts with other people in those two hours. And it's all split up into chapters and very precise times, which is what makes it quite experimental and interesting. Yeah. yeah. I just remember, the reason I'm so into her, we watched a film by her when we do- did a documentary module in uni, um, where we watched The Gleaners and I, which is a documentary by her about, well, Gleaners in Paris. And it's literally a topic that I'm not even that massively interested in. And I had, like, zero knowledge about it prior to that. And I didn't think the film would interest me as much. I think it would interest me as in it would educate me about the subject, but not make me really fascinated. That film, oh my God, it was done in such an insanely intimate, personal, creative, experimental, intelligent way that I literally left and said, I've never been like wowed by a film maybe apart from Interstellar that much, but Interstellar is different. It was just her very personal style that completely stunned me. It was insane. And after that, I just fell so in love with her. I fell in love with her whole work, her whole person, her whole everything she did, the, her whole feminism. Like she was such a massive feminist, like how fucking amazing. Um, I looked more into her. I literally wrote a massive assignment on her in Toronto. Um, I'm hopefully getting a tattoo of her oh yeah very soon so hopefully soon to very soon let's see how that works (laughs) out um and please just to enrich your own life have a look into her check her out sadly she did pass away quite recently in 2019 Mm. yeah i actually wanted to visit her because she does have her office in the 14th arrondissement on rue de guerre which she also made a film about which i also wrote another assignment about Mm -hmm. yeah um and she literally was able like she was working in her office and production company office and you could visit her there and like meet her and something and stuff like that but obviously she did sadly pass away before i could do that which is really sad i got into her a bit too late a bit just a bit too late yeah but she had a very fulfilled life i think she passed away in 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 best terms possible at a good age yeah she was in her 90s wasn't she yeah she was really old and like i said she was ready was is like weird to say but i feel like she was content she had a good time i feel like i feel like she had a good run yeah she said before that she was more or less ready and expecting it so Mm. that again just shows me how amazing you can be and like how 
yeah, what an amazing human being you can be. Yeah. And just look into her. She's literally so, so sweet, so smart, so creative, so anything. Um, when she got her Lifetime Achievement Award, it was her speech was just so sweet. So like I said, have a look into her from a film student. My recommendation. She's my favorite filmmaker of all. And yeah, she's just amazing. Yeah. And I miss her. I really we miss, do her. miss her. Okay, right. well... Anyway, recommendations. Yeah, now, okay, so what I'm going to do is um, give a couple of recommendations first. Yeah. Um, just because, like, the ones that I have, are, I would say I, I, sh- I can recommend some of the more well-known ones, and then you have a few more specific ones, yeah. I think. So yeah. if you do them. So what I would recommend personally is obviously the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Just because I feel like it's an essential. Um, like, you know, in Paris, obviously yeah. you're going to want to go up the Eiffel Tower. Um. Disneyland Paris as well, which is obviously not technically within the city of Paris, but if you do get a chance, give it a go. It is really fun. They have some amazing roller coasters, which is what I love. Um, and obviously, if you want to go, like if you have any kids or whatever, then yeah. bring them and they will have loads of fun there as well because it's Disney. <laughs> and then the other place I would just say is the ice cream place that I talked about earlier, which is Amorino. They yeah. do amazing ice cream, loads of different flavors. And I don't know why, but I feel like especially in Paris... Or any European city, but especially Paris, ice cream just <laughs> tastes better. Um, so yeah, fair. Amorino as well is also really nice. Also the ice cream flowers they do. So yeah, nice. they do ice cream flowers where they... I actually had one of them. Same. Um, where they, they do the ice cream in the shape of a flower, like with the petals and everything. And it's delicious. Yeah. And I love how they have a flat fee. Like it's, you pay a certain price and then you could get as much ice cream yeah, as you want. Might as well go all out. Literally. Okay, now do you want to recommend some places, Marie? Sure. I mean, I'm not going to go back to all the ones I just listed. So I'm going to say the main one is obviously the Louvre. Um, please go there. Do yourself a favour. All of the other museums, all of the other places I mentioned, just throughout, very worth um, visiting. The site is quite nice. Um, Galerie Lafayette, obviously, is just cool to see, to be honest. Um, the hotel that I stayed in was, again, or is in the first, first of Arrondissement. It's called... Dumini Vendôme, um, if you just try and search something similar to my pronunciation, I think in the first Afrindismong you will be able to find it. Um, oh god, now I have to, oh my god. Please, I'm so sorry if I'm butchering this, I'm trying to improve my French, so please bear with me. The other two places are in the ninth Afrindismong, and they're Olevang Datong, which is a cafe. Do it better, okay? <laughs> yeah. And the other one is Ceylon de Montmartre coffee shop. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, don't know why I get I love that, a coffee shop. Why I rolled that all that much. But anyway, it's a really, really cool um, coffee shop where I had breakfast. Oh, love a coffee shop. When I first went there. Yeah, Ceylon de Montmartre. It's really, really good. And yeah, apart from that, like I said, all the places we went to, or like I went to, yeah. I can highly recommend. Please visit... Agnes Vardar's office. Yeah. Um, it's on Rudiger. Again, you can have a look around there. You can have a look at around her production company and just get a feel for her films and everything. And yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we will be back there soon and do some other fun stuff. We will do some more places. research. Yeah. Okay. So let's have a little talk about what we're going to do next week. Right. So next week, it's Marie's turn again <laughs> to talk about one of her solo experiences. No, 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 no. Well, not solo, but as in yeah. separate from me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so she's going to be talking a little bit about Rome in yes. Italy. So do you want to just give us a brief little yeah. insight into that? I think it was one of the first times that I ever went on holiday by myself, even though I didn't go alone. I went with a friend of mine after high school, just finished high school, the summer after high school. 
Um, that same su- same summer, actually, that I went to Prague with Carla. Okay, yeah. Um, I went to Rome with another friend of mine, and um, just like in Prague, back in the days, we were younger and more risk-taking. <laughs> I love how you still do that. I've literally grown out of this. I feel like I've aged, like, 20 years within the last two Wait, years. Wait, grown out of what? <laughs> Going to hostels where you don't really mind how uh, good they are. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I definitely have not grown out of that. Literally. I just, like I said, I feel like I've grown 20 years older and 20 times more pretentious within the last two years. (laughs) Maybe that's better to be that way, but I'm just more of like, save as much money as possible. I've grown out of this because man, oh man, have I learned my lesson. Um, So in that place, we also booked a hostel on a hostel website, which it was very good and also very faulty at places so yes, you will see why which we'll see why i'm gonna be a bit like oh about this one but yeah we did enjoy it was yeah. still an amazing trip and i've never been to rome yeah you i go. have yet to go yeah it's absolutely amazing so please go and yeah back to italy we will actually go to italy two more times in this podcast will we yes which oh my god yeah yeah Wait, not spoiling so, in, anything yeah, yeah. With, let's not spoil anything but yeah Italy, we love Italy. Yeah. I love Italy. So do I. Because, well, mainly because of the food. Yeah. Because Italian food is oh, amazing. Literally. But also because of, as we talked about before, places like Venice are just stunning. Exactly. The only thing that I mind is the temperature in summer. Because, you know, I'm not good with, like, yeah. really hot Whereas I love the heat. Yeah. I love a hot summer in another country. Yeah. So Rome was really on the brisk. Like, it was quite a hard one for me. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay, looking forward to that next week. Exactly. So for now... Let's yeah. quickly talk about just some social media. Exactly. So, you know what? Let's start with you this time. What's okay. your what's your Instagram? My Instagram handle is that tattooed bee witch. So <laughs> please find me there. Um, Artsy. Exactly. She's, yeah. she's special. Now, we're not going to bother spelling it exactly. because it's hard and whatever. I do have some like, like marks and they're like some little like special characters in there yeah. so don't worry so just look for her on my instagram which is ferg underscore steel yes. which is spelled f-e-r-g underscore s-t-e-e-l-e exactly i'm tagged in a lot of photos yeah so, so just have a look yeah um and then what else we have our little email account exactly. if you would like to send us any stories which Please we do. have received one which Yay. we are going to be talking about soon in a, in a different episode um exactly. so we'll talk about that but the email address to send any like questions ideas advice or um any travel disa- yep suggestions any disasters of your own as well um go to traveling eggs podcast at gmail.com yeah so um i mean i'm sure you know how to spell that but just to be clear it's t-r-a-v-e-l-l-i-n-g-e-g-g-s podcast at gmail.com Exactly. Please reach out to us, and in the next one, like I said, we will take you to sunny Rome. Woo! And until then, thank you for listening. Thank, thank you, you for, for listening. For sticking around. We love you all. And Big you, fans. And you will now, this time I'm going to say, right, you will hear us again next week. Yes, you will hear <laughs> us again next week. So for now, have a lovely week, and we'll... Um, ta-ta. Ta-ta. <laughs> Bye. Ta-ta.